Hey everybody, this is Joel Hoekstra of Whitesnake, and you're tuned into Side Jams with Brian Reisman. Hey everybody, it's Brian Reisman, host of Side Jams, the show where we talk to musicians about their hobbies and outside passions. And today we have Lance Dowdle, famous guitar player from from Ashes to New. What's up? Thank you for having me. Sure, you got a new album, Blackout, which will, should be out by the time this is up, maybe a little later. Before we got on, we were talking about how people pronounce, mispronounce our last names. I'm like, how hard is it? You got it right on the first try. I'm impressed. <laughs> is like, it kind well, of cool? thing. We got, we got Doddle, we got Doodle. I got, I always, actually, the most common one is probably Dowd Lee. Really? Yes. That's, that's kind of creative, I guess. Two E's, just like you were talking about with your name, there's no E after the S, so. Yeah, no, the new album, you know, it's, it's cool. You've got, you've got sort of the new metal, rap, electronic. I occasionally little, get little emo, pop, alt-rock touches. There's all this stuff that just kind of blends together. Absolutely. You just nail it right on the head. That, that's the goal. Take everything that each one of us loves, put it into one album, and this is what you get. I know we're going to talk to you about, about, about your love for video games, which also really extends into anime. I used to cover, actually, a lot of anime for this one magazine eons ago. And, uh, you know, it's... It's interesting because it's the stuff that I grew up as a Gen Xer is pretty basic. I had an Atari Twenty Six Hundred, played ColecoVision, did all went to the arcade, but it's like the stuff you guys have now is intense. I mean, it's just multi layered. I've noticed that you like you like a lot of different stuff, and I like things like uh, Final Fantasy and Legend of Zelda, Elden Ring. Is it, do you like things that are really densely populated that have a huge world behind them? Uh, yeah, I feel like. Um... The, the touring world, the touring career gets so mundane sometimes or, you know, you, you wake up, you do the same thing at the same time, literally every day. Like the only differences in the day are the people that you meet and the people in the crowd. Everything else is kind of the same. So like I need yeah. some sort of escape from reality, I guess. So like when I'm getting into games or whatnot, I want to find something that will like occupy a good like hundred to 200 plus hours of my time with, you know, a lot of story, just something to really dive into to escape from reality. I guess we'll just go with that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fascinating. And also you like, obviously you play single player games, you have multiplayer games. Mm -hmm. I always wondered when it comes to online gaming, do you really have to be in the right headspace? I imagine you could play a game and then 15 minutes into it, you're like, you know, guys, I, I got to go. Cause I'm not into it. Is it, right. is it like, is it, there's a commitment there. Um, really all it is, all I need, um, is my cup of coffee and a couple of my friends to be online. As long as I got that, I can go all night. It's fun. Um, with multiplayer games, I, I, there are quite a few that I like, a few that I don't like. I, I will just toss some aside, some really popular ones. I, I don't enjoy Call of Duty. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. It, it's a great game. I'll play it if like. You know, some some of the other guys are playing. Like, let's just say, like, a lot of my my bandmates are into it. Like, they're they're the typical like watch football, play Call of Duty type of guys. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the majority of the world. But like, I'm on the other side. Of geek here is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm I'm the geeky one, so I need to find a very niche group of people to play with. But um, yeah, when it comes to multiplayer stuff, I guess games like Overwatch is like my main game that like I feel like I have to be the best in the world at it. So I kind of just sit and punish myself until I get to where I want to be. Um, also, I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to plug my Twitch here, but it is 
twitch.tv slash thelancepants, which I don't get to stream a whole lot anymore with the touring schedule that we have, but the next, well, I guess this is going to air after the record comes out, so I guess we're going to have to get back to it um, late August. I'll be back streaming. I mean, there was a joke that was made about, oh, you know, kids today, they go online and watch other people play video games, but we did that in the arcade. If some kid was, you know, exactly. racking up over a million points in Centipede, you were, you were playing Zaxxon, you know, you were watching Mm-hmm. Although I guess it's a little different when you're next to the actual person as opposed to <laughs> being online. But have you have you ever have you ever been fascinated by that yourself, or do you, you just do you just enjoy the attention of having other people watch you kick some ass? It's weird. I actually don't enjoy the attention. I've never been that person. So sometimes being on Twitch is actually a little awkward and weird for me. But then that also gives me the chance to. Um, kind of taken the same persona as playing on stage where it's not really me i'm really like the introverted really quiet person just spoke when spoken to type of person but like on stage you would never know that you would think i'm like a completely different person so that's also what i try to do when i'm streaming you know people want to be entertained that's first and foremost if you're not doing something that they can connect to or they find you fascinating they're just going to leave and go to another stream so that's, that's the biggest thing for me is to put on some type of, not an act, but just kind of enhance who I am a little bit and make it entertaining for people. Uh, but at the same time, it is deep down in my soul, it's very awkward. <laughs> I, I don't really like being watched, but I know it comes with the gig. You just have to do it. You just got to throw yourself out there. Well, you're watched on stage anyway, so it's... Uh... Yeah, that's where the practice comes in. So really, your 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 musician gig is just practice for your online video, your online right? game. Right? See, that's where people are always like, "Oh my gosh, you're playing in front of tens of thousands of people. You got to be so nervous." I'm like, "No, I'm nervous when thirty people are watching me online at home." Like, I don't know. That's what I'm doing your skills. <laughs> right? Exactly. I could mess up. They're gonna laugh at me. <laughs> so you mentioned Overwatch is your favorite. That's my that's my favorite uh, competitive game we'll go we'll go with that for sure that's probably i stream a lot of that when i'm home what what do you love about that um i really don't know because i hated it at first i hated it for like the first probably six months i was playing but i had it was my group of friends that i was with it's like you just got to give it a chance it'll grow on you eventually like i don't know if it's just stockholm syndrome at that point but um it just happened that i got really good at it i guess I, I guess once you find something that you're good at, you'll find any reason to enjoy it, even if it's not. <laughs> and there like, we go. Um, I don't want to talk shit on the game, but it it's good. Yeah, uh, it's it's a short uh, five versus five team. Um, you get to choose your roles. You got one tank, two uh, damage dealers, two support. Just going at it. I mean, there's really not a lot of depth to it, but then again, neither is you know Apex, Fortnite, Call of Duty, that stuff. So it's like pick your poison, pick the art. That you like it's a little bit more cartoony i don't need all the, the realism you know that call of duty provides i also like fortnite for that reason so it's basically between those two games that you'll see me streaming is overwatch and fortnite okay. um then on the occasion like i like to do games with um with the viewers so we can do some easy relaxing games like marbles on stream like we all like put our little marbles in you get to type in chat like put your ball in this giant course that takes a few minutes and sometimes, you know, like offer up prizes like shirts and something like that. So it's like a good, uh, community building game. Uh, so you're talking like the virtual carnival. <laughs> it's like one of the, well, kind of like, yeah, kind of like that. Promenade, you know, <laughs> I mean, actually, Santa yeah. Monica Pier, Santa Monica Pier. 
Exactly. There's that. Um, some other like viewer-based entertaining games that sometimes I'll bring people in. Uh, uh, something that's very popular right now is the asymmetric um, style game where like one person is like the killer and the rest of them are trying to escape the map. Kind of like there's a game called Dead by Daylight. I don't play it much anymore, but like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they made bank off of that game by choosing to go with all like the horror licenses. So you can actually be, uh, you know, Pinhead or Freddy Krueger or Jason or something, you know, chasing down the, the escapees. So that, that's pretty cool. You've got a couple of things here. I mean, obviously, something like Elden Ring and I think and Final Fantasy, those probably go a bit more in depth. Final Fantasy's actually had. That's interesting because you have like Zelda and Final Fantasy, two of the, the, the games that you're, you know, that Kelly had mentioned mm -hmm. to me. And those are really long running, those are old school. Do you like to play the older games, or do you actually go for the, the sequels and the newer versions of those? Um, I occasionally will go back maybe like once every couple years and replay a bunch of the old games. Um, our singer Danny is a big Final Fantasy fan as well. So we're always talking about like that. His favorite is the eighth game in the series. And if you hand him an acoustic guitar, he'll play you a good portion of the soundtrack on that. He loves it. I think that's really cool. That's something that we share a lot of the same musical taste in composers so uh final fantasy's composer is probably one of the best out there we love his stuff same with zelda um the newest zelda actually is what i'm playing right now um the soundtrack to that is incredible uh the past this last tour that we did with shine down um mm -hmm. we got in this routine where you know matt and i would wake up before everybody else make coffee just sit and relax and that was basically one of the three cycling um, videos we'll put on. It's just background soundtrack. It's like easy listening, just puts you in a good mood to wake up and drink coffee too. So that's one of my favorites. But yes, we do a lot of the old school stuff as well. Um, I, I, I take it to the next level as being even geekier is a lot of uh, people now can like mod the old games. So let's say uh, there's Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past for Super Nintendo. Right. But there have been people that like basically turn the game into a complete randomizer where they're able to take every item that you need in the game and just switch it somewhere random on the map so you have no idea how to progress. Like it's the same thing with Elden Ring. Like once you put so much time into it, you've got everything memorized no matter how big it is. Like you get these randomizers to increase difficulty or just like move anything you need. It could be under a rock in the corner of the map somewhere far away that you'd have no idea. And the only way to get ahead is to find it. So it can keep you busy for another hundred hours, you know. <laughs> Wait, but are these are these actual hacks, or is it just finding a yeah. way to manipulate? That's yeah. Thank God for these smart people, because it's highly. <laughs> Thank God for hackers. This is what this is what hacking really should be about. <laughs> exactly. Don't take down governments. Just you know, take down Zelda. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, you're, you're talking about the fact that Danny can actually play these songs. How much does that stuff just get ingrained in your brain after a while, and you're like? Getting into your dreams or your real world. <laughs> you know, yeah, man. Uh, I, I do. It's, it's mostly Overwatch and I hate it. That I, like, I'll dream about like those type of matches. I, that's not the important stuff to me. But for some reason, like my brain is just so hyper focused on it, I guess, because like that's the one I'm like competing all day. So yeah. if there's something that enters my brain, it's that. I would prefer it be one of, you know, the Zeldas or something peaceful and creative to like open up more, I guess, of a fantastical dream. But yeah, I don't know what I got to do to make that happen. 
I hear if you drink uh, a lot of apple juice before bed, it gives you very vivid dreams. So maybe I should try that. <laughs> Remember as a kid, I was sort of slowly tried doing lucid dreaming, and it's just like, oh, this is too much work, man. I mean, I, I actually, but I do like my, when I when I notice when I either really tired or stressed out, I get these crazy ass dreams, and I always get my phone and I I, I record whatever I can remember. Um, you know, and Johnny from Nothing More is like, don't if you do that, don't open your eyes. Keep your eyes closed and you wake up and like just get it, record, start recording and it, it, you won't be distracted by everything else. You'll still be in that headspace. Uh-huh. Which I thought was actually kind of cool. Okay. And I think it does I think it does work cuz he has he has had lots of crazy ass dreams. I might have to put that to use because I will say the wor- the best and worst at the same time that I've ever had. Like I know for a fact in my heart that I wrote two number one hit songs in my dreams just to wake up and not know what the hell they were. It's like, that was the best hook I've ever written, but what the hell was it? Was, so but was it an anime theme song is what I want to know. Was it was, it, was it a heaviest song or was it really an anime song? I wait, No, it's definitely songs for us. I, I wish it, well, I guess they can kind of go hand in hand now. I know some bands that have, have their songs placed as anime songs. That would be a dream come true. But really it was just dreams where like, I wrote the best hook ever for From Ashes to New. It would have been, Awesome if I could remember it. So I'm going to have to put that little trick to the test. Just keeping your eyes closed. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. And obviously we know on top of video games, you love anime. And I see in the background there, 
This is your what's the giant? You got a lot of collectibles here. This is uh, this is part of my money pit, where all, all, all my money <laughs> flies away. I shouldn't even have a wallet at this point. Um, so what's what do we got up here? So uh, there's like a there's a handful of anime that like I guess are like my my top ones. So I try to collect based off of those. But I guess to start it, um, I guess most people would collect let's say you know Funko Pops, right? Yeah, I got a few of those. Yeah, that, that's that's usually the starting point for people. So that's kind of how I started to you know get those. I'm like, oh, this is a cool representation of like my favorite character. I can put this on the desk. It's nice. And you like evolve into like knowing like what the rare ones are. They're worth a lot of money. Blah blah blah. And then that evolves into you finding like, oh wow, they make even like higher end uh, plastic versions of these characters that are like highly detailed. They're a little taller. They're you know, you're spending like three to 500 bucks on like a big piece of plastic, but still it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then eventually you, this was all during COVID because I was very bored. Um, <laughs> going through YouTube, you like find these things that exist. So you got like a bunch of these uh, resin statues. Um, that's its own little niche world, but is the most expensive and uh, real estate. Um which are these in the background here? So all, all of this, is, these are all like random uh, anime. So there's nothing in particular. This is actually my showroom for my uh, my TikTok, which is basically all unboxings of all of these things that I buy. So in my showroom, this is like kind of the random big pieces that like they're not all the same show. They don't all go together, but they, yeah. they kind of fit in the display because they come in varying sizes. Some are like this. Somewhere like this, and then there's uh, quite a few of them that don't fit into these cubes that are like would go way off camera. They're like, I have one over there that's probably 125 pounds and like longer than this table. It, it's crazy. So yeah, they uh, they eat up a lot of real estate, but at the same time, they're really rewarding to put together and like see the craftsmanship. And then once you're all done with them and you look at them from far away, you're like, wow, they take up a lot of space and they don't really do anything. You have to assemble these yourself. Yeah. Um, so they, they come in, everything comes from China and um, all these studios that work on it, they come from China. They're usually like uh, very super limited in the number that they make, depending yeah. on if they, depending on if they carry the license or not. There's some that don't carry the license because it's China. They don't care. Um, but you'll get a lot, you'll get a smaller studio making less pieces of something that, you know, you have like one of a hundred in the world. So eventually sometimes, um, other people will do videos, I'll do videos that if they build up a lot of hype, like get a lot of views. Like I have a couple, like they get two to three and a half million views on TikTok. So people are wow. really trying to find it. So it drives the price way up, that kind of stuff. Um, I figure... I could actually just kind of show you a, a smaller version and kind of put one together. That's easy. Some of these take, I will shit you not you know, over two to three hours to assemble them. Cause it's a lot of them don't come with instructions or they show up and they're partially not bent, but like sometimes the resin can like warp a little bit depending on heat, cold, you know, if it was damaged a little bit in shipping cause it's coming from across the sea so you got to get out the Dremel, do a bunch of work. You just never know. But this this one, um, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of put it together. But 
Yeah, they typically come in a box of a million pieces. This one in particular is fairly simple. Um, you'll see a lot of them that come with just a, a round base. Yeah. They are very heavy, I will say that. Like just this base is probably 15 pounds. Which characters are these? So is it Naruto? This, one, is it Naruto? this one is from yeah, a show called Naruto. It's it's my favorite. Does this one go this way? No, it goes the other way. So you can see that, correct? Yeah. Didn't rock this like fox. Looks like an evil fox. So, yes, this is the nine-tailed fox, which in the show is put inside of Naruto as his uh, uh, little spirit animal there that uh, they hate each other in the original show and then they grow to like each other later on. But So there are like some core moments in every show that I like to make sure I have a representation of. Yeah. So this is one of them, you know, like I try to go for like some classic fight scenes or something like just wowed me at that moment or if like a character dies and I like, I'll usually get something that represents them. So this one in particular kind of represents the start of the bond of these characters. How did more? But wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. And I, for real, this one is the easiest one with the lowest amount of pieces. Like generally you're looking at like uh, 30 to 40 pieces on one. This is what so, four? This one has six. Okay. Super easy. But when you don't know what you're doing, the other fun part is trying to assemble the puzzle. You're like looking for pieces that are like cut out and shaped. So yeah, you're yeah. like, you know, put the put the square in the circle type of situation. You don't want to do that. So it's just a big guessing game. And usually most of these um, types of pieces outside of a few are held on by magnets. So they're just painted over magnets. Okay. And that's it. This one is done. Super easy. So this is... It's a nice representation of the main character as a kid and whatever lack of bond during the show that they have. So it's just showing that they're annoyed by each other. They're just kind of working each other, like all pissed off. But yeah. So this was my one perfect statue for the original kid Naruto show before he grows up. So dare I ask how much a piece like that goes for? Or pieces, I guess I should. <laughs> Um, this one, since it's small, it, this one is one of the licensed ones. It's by one of the top companies, but there is no LED work. It's rather small. So this one was about $800 shipped. Yeah. That's a lot of money to some people, but once you find out how much some of these other ones cost, like <laughs> the, I'm fortunate enough to have gotten some type of attention on TikTok with this stuff where I can set aside a certain budget and then cycle them out and you know yeah, sell yeah. them to like who wants them if it's something that like you know i don't really need it i can move on to the next piece show it off sell it but i will always keep the ones that are near and dear to my heart like this one but there are there are a couple pieces i have some actual art pieces i haven't put together yet they're like a good three to four grand and i they're just sitting in the garage because they're so big i don't know what to do with them quite yet <laughs> i kind of got ahead of myself 
it's fascinating to me how geeky and nerdy a lot of the younger bands are, you know, and I think that existed back in the day, like, you know, Anthrax loved Judge Dredd and, mm-hmm. you know, you heard people that were into comic books or inspired by comic books or they like certain things. And as you get older, you find out they were into it. I feel like it's the in thing right now. Yeah. Like it's even more popular than just, I don't know, I guess just, I don't even know what to say being normal is, but not being normal is what's popular, I guess. So like in the anime world, like, I mean, I remember being a nerd back in high school and kind of not being super made fun of, but like definitely people didn't enjoy it. Like I enjoyed it. Whereas nowadays it's just, it's the topic of conversation, uh, definitely um, amongst younger people. Yeah. So that's also kind of my goal with all of this stuff. Like, um, I'm just going to take, um, bad omens as a reference. Okay. Uh, they are known for how much anime influence they have, whether it's, you know, in some of their writing, um, tattoos on their body, just artwork in general, their merch, like everything is very heavily anime influenced. And, the world that we kind of sit in as from ashes to new, I, I feel like our audience can be so much broader. So I'm trying to find a way to broaden out to the, you know, fans of bad omens or bring me the, the horizon, you know, that yeah. they, they capture that sort of image. I'm like, I know you guys will like us. If you give us a chance, like I, I feel like I'm sort of the bridge into that world. So I just got to figure out how to reach these people and, you know, bring, some of those fans in. And which, which, what are some of the characters here you've got on your wall? Your wall. Uh, so these are just random ones. So uh, I'm pretty old school with some of these. Like this one is from a show called Yu Yu Hakusho. It was one of the uh, yeah. originators into it, basically you wouldn't have things like Naruto or Dragon Ball or stuff like that without Yu Yu Hakusho. So that kind of. I actually reviewed it and they actually ran a, a snippet of my review from Request in the back of one of those. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite pieces. Karamo is one of my favorite characters. Um, so I had to have one of him. Uh, Demon Slayer is one of the most popular anime currently. So this guy right here with all the lightning is from that show. Um, I don't even know what you can see. There's usually, there's a bunch more Naruto stuff. There's some One Piece. I actually have some Overwatch statues. You can't see on the camera. I have an entire Demon Slayer like shelving unit over there mm-hmm. uh, so what so what are your when did you start watching anime and what are your favorite anime series or films ovas uh, as they like to say over there I, uh, I, I would definitely go back to uh, early high school that um some friends got me into it very typical that dragon ball z was the intro for me oh yeah, yeah it, it, which is nice because it helped form a deeper bond with you know me and my brother you know something to talk about i grew up with so that that was the intro. I will say that I think Naruto is the greatest of all time. Uh, I've been mispronouncing it after all these years. I'm sorry, what? what? I've been mispronouncing it after all these years. <laughs> uh, I don't watch it, so Naruto, and it's like, oh, that uh, sounds like a Naruto. Uh, that's yeah, Naruto. <laughs> I yeah, you got to be careful with how you pronounce that one. Fans will jump on you. But they, I guess you have the big three. So you got Dragon Ball, you got Naruto, and you got One Piece. That's those are the main. There's also Bleach as well. Um, One Piece uh, was a crazy dive I decided to get into before I realized how long it actually was. But I think they're yeah. on episode like 1,075, something like that, which is crazy how long that is. I think if you uh, get into Naruto and 
the Naruto Shippuden, which is him, is a, a few years older. It's a little yeah. time skip. I think you're looking at like 750-ish episodes. It's still a commitment. One Piece sitting over a thousand. I will say, um, I, I stopped at like I don't know, like a thousand five or something like that. For some reason, like I just something was going on that I needed to take a break. Yeah. So yeah, um, sum it up. Naruto is the greatest of all time. There's some new ones like Demon Slayer that are pretty good. Um, there are some classics like Evangelion, which oh yeah, that's a great one. It, it blew my mind. Like I, I still talk about that to this day because I, I finished the movies not too long ago so I had to go back and watch the show and then I had to go watch an explanation on the show about 15 times to make sure I was even watching the same thing this guy was watching I'm like what are you talking about what it was, it was just so mind-blowing how it was written you know uh, where the writer was at the time he was writing it to like get his frame of mind all the symbolism it that was a crazy crazy show and I suggest watching it, but don't watch it at a point in your life where you're feeling depressed because it will not help you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it, could be, it could be a little rough. We've covered a lot of stuff. We could talk about this forever. I'm trying to think, is there any, any other th aspects of video games, anime, collectible stuff that really makes you happy or that you think people don't think enough about? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think we nailed it right on the head pretty much. Everything that we got so far. I mean... I, I spend money, it makes me happy, and it can make you happy too. Just let me spend your money for you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.